Hello, everyone listening. This week, this is episode 63 of the PlayStation Report. I am Frank, alongside my buddy Tyler. How you doing, Tyler? I'm all right. How are you? Yeah, you know, it's just one of those one of those weeks. Yep. Beaten down. Yeah. Kind of ready for the weekend. I'm lucky nice enough. Weekend. Yeah, I'm lucky enough. I have a four day weekend. I actually have tomorrow off as well as Monday. Well, aren't you lucky? Yeah. Nice. Gotta gotta yeah. take the days they give you, man. Yeah, that's true. That's true. There's nice government jobs giving you all the days off. Yeah. Except, you know, when they tell you you don't have a day off on that day off and they call you in mm. on the day off. Yeah. Which happens sometimes. Yeah, that's gotta suck. Yeah. <clears throat> Anything exciting this week? Or has it just been all a grind? It's just been been a normal week. Nothing new. Nothing new. I didn't yeah. I the only thing of significance I got to play was uh I mean I played some prey. There's nothing really new to say on that. Um about eight hours in, I think. And I mean it's a great game. Uh but played some of that Overwatch anniversary event that's going on right now. Um it's good. I mean it's it's there, not there's nothing great. really about the event that's all that like exciting. Like they, they added a few three V three and one V one maps, but other than that there's not really an event except for no. like new skins and a a loot box to grind for. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty pretty much it. I mean, the new skins are cool. The emotes are really cool. I mean, every character got a pretty pretty neat dance. Some of them are actually just really, really well done and fit the characters really well. Um, but I like the new mode that they put in. I mean, it's not necessarily new. They've had, a, like, elimination type stuff before. It's called Lockout. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoy the new maps that they have, too. Uh, they're 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 a lot of fun to play on. Lockout's neat because it's an elimination game mode. First to three rounds wins. But if you win the round, your team can't use those characters anymore. Mm. So it forces you to always play with a variety of characters and to almost you almost have to think of your best character as like a closeout character in mm-hmm. a way. Like you're closing out a playoff series or something. Uh, which is cool and, and fun, but sometimes, uh, I mean, there are times where you'll roll teams, you'll sweep them 3-0, there'll be a lot of, what happens a lot is you just gotta get be okay with the ebb and the flow and, and to not really take it super seriously because you'll find yourself up 2-0, 2-1 or something and end up losing a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it happens to me because you might start off using your best characters that you're good at and everybody else is good at and then you get up, but then you're kind of out of your best stuff, but now they're using their best stuff and the stuff like that. It, it's cool. It, and it, it can just get really intense. I like the strategy and, and how it forces you to... If you're, if you're a person who plays a large variety of characters, this is a great game mode to play. But also just you know, teaming up with, with people and, uh, you know, thinking of strategies and the best team to put together and, and all that stuff can be a lot of fun. Perfect. Uh, it, it's not the greatest 
you know, event that Overwatch has had. It's almost a sort of a bummer mm-hmm. for a one year anniversary event that it's kind of low key. They didn't even really. I don't think they even redid the map styling at all. Like you know how they did for the uh, winter event, how they made like mm-hmm. holiday yeah. versions of it. But yeah, they, and they even kinda, the Halloween event was cool about that too. Yeah, I mean they kind of just took three maps that we already have and made a smaller version of it in a more isolated location. Some of them are are cool. There's one called Necropolis, um, which I believe might be the Temple of Anubis. Um, but there's these pyramids all around that you can go in or up top and then you can go down low into this area and there's a big hole down there and, uh, it can actually get pretty, pretty intense cause there's a lot of good hiding spots and all kinds of stuff and that you could set up as bastion, um, that type of stuff. I ended up having one of the coolest eliminations that I've ever had, um, in that I was Genji and there was a Pharaoh on the other team. And there was a Mercy. And the Mercy was running around with Farrah, keeping the Farrah alive. And I, and so Farrah was shooting at me. And I ended up doing my deflection thing as Genji. And I ended up hitting Farrah's rocket. And it went into Mercy and took Mercy out. Mm. It's like, wow. I didn't even try that. But I was like, boom. And then I was pretty good distance away, too. I, I was really happy about that. Mm. I, I ended up saving that, but sometimes the because it's just a a three you know three on three type of thing to play the game thing can be really lame. Like uh, someone uh, got play the game just by putting a Zarya bubble on somebody, hmm. and I'm not joking. <laughs> that is that is kind of lame. Yeah, like like sometimes the the play of the games can be a little lame when there's not as many people. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, I mean, it's fun. If, if I mean, if you like Overwatch and you want some new skins and stuff, go for it. The grind is, can be there. I, be I like that that Reaper dance. Yeah, <laughs> the Reaper dance is really good. I, I like um, Roadhog. Roadhog is really good too. Uh, yeah, other than that. Not too much of new exciting stuff for me. What about you? Um, before I go into the games I played, I just want to do a quick PSA. Um, I started a new series of videos that I do on my own personal channel called What a Save Wednesday, which is Rocket League stuff where I take all the best saves from my ranked matches of the week and put them all in a video. There's only three saves this week because I kind of decided halfway through what, that I was going to do it. Um, but next week there'll be more saves to put on that video. I'm also going to MomoCon this Saturday, so if you see me there in Atlanta, Georgia, be sure to give me a shout. Very cool. What is MomoCon? I so hear about it, but... MomoCon, is, they describe themselves as an animation, anime, video games, comics convention. So there's a large variety <clears throat> of things there. I'm just going to go see the sights, get out of the house a little bit. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's that's been uh, damping my mood lately. I haven't been out of the house that much. Been just kind of sitting here in my little room, just grinding away, you know. Yeah. But uh, that that should be fun walking cool. around Atlanta. But yeah, it's awesome. It's gonna be fun. Um, but let's talk about games. I'll talk about games, 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 games. Um, before I get to the main game I played, I did play some Overwatch. Um, I. 
my opening loot box they just gave to me was like total just absolute shit <laughs> like yeah mine was too yeah um but yeah I, I played a little bit of that um i also played some of the gwent beta the gwent beta i like gwent they changed up some of the rules to make it a little more entertaining and more of a standalone game in itself uh i'm gonna i'm gonna like that when that gets a full release um, I think where it's going to benefit as to Elder, instead of uh, Elder Scrolls Legends, is that A, it's on consoles, and B, it's less like Hearthstone. Because Elder Scrolls Legends is a lot like uh, Hearthstone. And Hearthstone is kind of the card game to beat at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, I'll get into it. Darksiders War Mastered Edition. This is the remastered edition of the first Darksiders game, and I I played it for the first time. I'm liking it. I'm liking it a lot. Um, so, I've never played a God of War. I've never wow. played anything... I I don't... I haven't even played a Devil May Cry or anything like that. Like, th- those kinds of character action games where they have, like, huge combos and stuff like that. I, I've just never played a game like that, so I was kind of weary when I was going into Darksiders being my first one. And it's fucking rad, man. It's like a post-apocalypse Earth. Fucking angels and demons fighting and shit, and you're just sent there to sort that shit out, restore mm-hmm. balance. Man, I like it. Uh, your abilities, it's very button mashy, but uh, there is a strategy to it. There are combos that you can land and... I've faced my first boss, Tiamat. Um, yeah, the bosses aren't as big as I've seen in God of War. Like, I've watched gameplay of God of War, of course, but the bosses aren't nearly as big in Darksiders, but they're still fun battles. Like, there's nuance yeah. to each uh, each battle. It's really cool. Really cool stuff. You Isn't... collect you collect souls as your currency. Oh. Ah. Isn't the first one more... It's kind of Zelda-like um, as yeah, well. It is, I heard like, there's a lot of like puzzles and dungeons and stuff. Yeah, the first the first dungeon I went into, which was uh, this cathedral where Tiamat was, um, I went into the cathedral and basically there wasn't, like, the goal of each puzzle was to, like, place these ceremonial swords into the into these <clears throat> statues. So that, like, it wasn't really complex in that way but there were some things where you just kind of had to figure out oh I pushed the statue off the edge so it can break through the floor so I can access a lower level and stuff like that it's the puzzles aren't that difficult really um one of the one of the puzzles that did give me trouble however was um there's this there are these bombs you can pick up and some of some of them are already activated some of them aren't so the ones that are activated you pick up and you throw it before it explodes and it can blow up, like, these red crystal things. But there are these other ones that aren't activated, and you have to, like, you have to activate them by combining them with fire or an explosion or something. So you have this shuriken that can go through a torch, collect the fire element, and then activate the bomb. But there wasn't there wasn't anything like that uh, where I needed it. Instead, there was a bomb, an activated bomb, where I couldn't reach it. So what I did was through the unactivated bombs in kind of a chain reaction leading towards the uh, leading towards the crystal I needed to blow up. And, like, I blew up the the main one and then the activated one, and then it just chain reacted all the way there. And I was like, oh, that's how you do it. I didn't realize I could do that. 
Yeah, that's cool. I like games when they do that. They just kind of let you discover, and you kind of go, oh, I didn't know you could do it this way, but you know, I did it, and that's cool. I think you'll yeah. like this game. Yeah, it, it it seems like a game that's kind of up my alley. I love these type of character action games like that, like God of War is great, Bayonetta. I love Ninja Gaiden, uh, so I, I think I would like these games for sure. Just never got around to playing them, but, you know, they're both on PlayStation 4 now prettier versions of them yeah they were on sale for there for a bit i yeah, think you I could think get both of them are. for like twenty dollars yeah I, I saw this like unless it was like an error literally it said that sale price was going until like july something oh goodness i was like all right i don't know i haven't i, I didn't pick them up yet because i picked up some stuff from something we'll talk about later but mm. all right but yeah yeah cool. I, I just want to get through those games before Darksiders 3, which I have plenty of time to do that, but I just... Yeah. I lost a lot of progress in Persona, and I decided, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to take a break from Persona for a bit and play something lost different. Lost progress? Yeah, like, I, I was... literally lost progress, or...? Well, so I got about two hours into a dungeon from where I left off, like, in a safe room, and there wasn't a safe room within that two hours, and basically the main character can't get reduced to zero. Any other character can get reduced to zero, you can revive them. But if the main character does, it's game over. Ooh. So what happened was I went into this fight, and it, was, it wasn't really supposed to be that hard of a fight, but the way the mechanics work is that it critted me, so it could go again, and then it critted me again and just ended up killing me. Ah. Uh, so it was kind of like some unfortunate roll the dice mm-hmm. yeah that sucks like a, so it, a it attacked the same party member this twice in a row which so, almost never happens yeah and that's crazy twice in a row <laughs> so then everything you just spent all that time doing you have to do again yes but at least uh, now i know how to do it so it'll be quicker this next mm-hmm. time around but yeah I, that, it just it still frustrated me and i decided to take a break yeah, that that type of stuff is super frustrating. I, I always think that like checkpoints can make or break a game sometimes. Like if you have good checkpointing, like I don't give a flying fuck how hard your game is. But if the checkpointing sucks and then your game is like extremely brutal or un or like you're playing it and you just feel that it's really unfair sometimes, like that type of stuff can just lead me to not even play the game anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the thing I just don't understand about it is that, like, any of your party members can go down, but the main character can't. Like, even if I yeah. have re- reviving items, I can't. Yeah. And even the mecha- even mechanically, if a party member goes down and you end up winning the fight, they come back with one HP after the yeah. fight. Like, it's just little things that don't make sense like that that just kind of throw me off a bit. That type of mechanic where the main character goes down it's over. It just feels like something that's very like dated in a way. Like I don't remember the last RPG I played where you have a party and if your character dies, it's game over. Yeah. You know? it, Usually you can, you can take control cause you're, cause in battle you're kind of controlling them all anyways. Mm-hmm. So why can't you just control the other ones and bring your dude back to life or however you do? It, I don't know. But yeah, that, that would piss me off. Yeah. It's, it's gonna. I'm gonna come back to it. I'm going. I'm in the last dungeon. I'm. I'm like right there towards the end of the game, and 
it's it's gonna basically just be one weekend of playing it and i'll be done mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm just putting it off a bit to play some other stuff that is entertaining me more at the moment yeah yeah i got you i want to play persona 5 but i don't think i'll ever have the time to sink into something like that because 80 hours are... in man <laughs> Yeah, people are saying, like, yeah, it took, I beat it in 115 hours. And it's like, well, there are certain games that I can play for 115 hours, but I don't know. I don't know. I've never played a Persona game. I don't know if I want to dive in on spend that much time on something. But mm. Looks good. Try out Persona 4 on your Vita. Yeah, that I could do. Faux shizzle. I mean, it's still that game is still a long game, but it's yeah. it's a cheaper game right now than yeah. Persona Five. I think there's only two games this whole generation that I've probably put over a hundred hours in. Hmm. That's Destiny, which I definitely eclipsed the two hundred fifty hour mark in that game, and uh, The Witcher Three. Hmm. I think when I ended with all the DLCs and stuff, I was at like a hundred and five hours or whatever, but. I'm probably getting close to 100 hours in Overwatch. But they don't track the time that you spend doing events in arcade stuff. Oh, yeah. That, that sucks. is weird. They only, they only track quick play and competitive stuff. So. Huh. Anyways. Yeah. Well, I think that's all we have for that. Let's, uh, let's, let's get into the news and let's start out with the sad news of the week. A piece of sad news. I'm not sure if there's other sad news on the list here. I don't think I put any other sad things in here. Yeah. But this is inherently sad. Hitman's developer IO, which uh, Square Enix is trying to sell off, like it, they're they're just uh they're they they had to do some layoffs. Some people are losing their jobs over there at IO Interactive. Yeah, that what an unfortunate thing. You make a game of such high quality, and then you turn, you know, find out your studio is being sold, and then you have to let people go, and that just sucks. I mean, Can't, I think yeah. like the silver lining in this is that there are other like studios that are looking to hire these people, mm -hmm. and I think a lot of them are getting picked up. But it's just it. It doesn't. The thing is, they did nothing wrong. <laughs> like they made a great yeah. fucking game. And they're getting punished for it because Square Enix is dumb about business models and yeah, uh, Square Enix's expectations for things selling is just it's crazy. And I, I get it. You need when you invest into AAA games, you need to expect to make a lot and sell a lot. Uh, but you know they're going on about Tomb Raider being a failure years ago when it sold three or four million copies at the time. Like, what the hell? You're still selling more than, than most games wish they could sell. And Hitman, you know, I don't know if Hitman sold extraordinarily well, but it had a nice buzz through it with it all year. Uh, and it got a lot of Game of the Year awards and stuff, so it just sucks. Hmm. I wonder, and I, I don't know if it, it would be a different story because um, Hitman is a popular IP, but it's not a very sexy IP in terms of money and making sales and all that stuff. But I just wonder if like if they would have not done Hitman episodically, even though the episodic stuff worked, they would have just put out the game Hitman. Boom. Here it is. 
it would have sold better or worse. I and mean, if it would then be a different story, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, it's it, it's strange because it's I don't know why Square Enix thinks that everything they touch is going to turn to gold. Like this isn't like the PS One era. They aren't they aren't on top of the world. Yeah. Like it. it no, I, I agree with you, and it, it feel like they only really criticize their Western teams mm-hmm. when you think about it. I mean, you have Kingdom Hearts 3 that's been in development for a long time with no end in sight. You have Final Fantasy 15 that was in development for an extremely long time with it, you know, that had to have had an extremely large budget and in marketing and all that stuff. And it, they said that game sold well, but still like you never really see them criticizing their Japanese side of them too much. And it's always like, well, we're putting Deus Ex on hiatus cause it doesn't sell. And Tomb Raider sold 3 million copies and it's a failure. We're letting go of Hitman, And, uh, we don't know about just cause and blah, 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 blah. It's like, I don't know. That stuff just kind of sucks to me because I feel the Western side of Square Enix is what's keeping them really going for a while. Yeah, especially when, you know, the Japanese side just doesn't actually release any games for years and years. Yeah. And then when they do, they aren't even confident enough to actually release sales numbers. Yeah. But they'll say they sold good. They won't release sales numbers. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's just crazy to me. And I I liked Final Fantasy XV. Don't don't get me wrong. It's just that I don't... there's no, there's not a single brain cell up here that's that's telling me that that game like actually made a profit. I don't know. I mean, it's got it's got to be hard to imagine. Mm. You just you, you would most game companies release sales data when they're confident about something. Mm-hmm. It's say we sold two million copies of X. Because it sold probably better than they anticipated, you know. That's usually when we hear about that stuff, you know. The only company that I feel still gives out sales numbers, even for for not all their titles, but some, even when they're not doing good, and even says how much exactly their console sells when it's not might not be doing good is Nintendo. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Wii U was a fucking flop, and they still said, "Yeah, we sold seven hundred and fifty thousand last quarter or whatever." It's like, uh, gaming industry is weird on that stuff. They're weird about secrecy and sales data in the game industry. Just weirder than than a lot of things, you know. Uh, yeah. Well, I hope. Good things happen for IO and mm-hmm. their employees. I hope they get picked up. I hope we see some of that Hitman influence on other games. Yeah. Maybe not yeah. necessarily the, their biz, their episodic business model, but just the, mechanically how their games work. I, I want to see more of that. Yeah. I think when the story broke that Square Enix was selling them, you posed the question of who would you want to see own Hitman or IO? And mm-hmm. I kind of blanked and didn't think but when when i think about it more and more i wish ubisoft would buy them mm-hmm. and let them make assassin's creed properly to yeah. where it's not you know have a modern day creed. assassin's creed so you can actually catch up with their uh, story yeah exactly 
Assassin's Creed used to be a little, I feel like, more about the stealth and all that stuff, but anymore it's more of an action game uh, where I feel IO really pulls off, obviously, the stealthy type of stuff really well. Mm. I would love to see them make an Assassin's Creed game. It would be awesome. Put the stealth in Assassin. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I think that would make me play Assassin's Creed again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Although I have been kind of, I've been seeing like Unity and Syndicate on sale, and I was like, you know what? Maybe, maybe I try it. Maybe I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I I I don't know if I have time for that. Yeah, and if you didn't enjoy any of the other Assassin's Creeds outside of Black Flag, I don't think Syndicate or Unity is worth your time. Mm. I mean, I think. The only other one that I actually spent significant time in other than Black Flag, I think, was Revelations. Mm. And that was... I just couldn't hang with that. That was like... Yeah. Ugh. Revelations isn't the greatest, for sure. That's... That's, like, to me, Assassin's Creed 2 and Brotherhood is the high watermark of that, of that franchise. Revelations in 3 was a dip. Black Flag was really good, but it's not really an Assassin's Creed game. Unity was meh, and then Syndicate was good, but not great. So it's been rocky Mm. ever since Brotherhood. So we'll see this year. See here pretty soon, probably. Yeah. Actually, yeah. That's that's the thing we'll see. We covered that last week. They are going to show Assassin's Creed, hopefully. Yeah. All right. That's enough. Let's go. Let's go to the next story on the list. And I'm actually happy about this one. This is this is some good news. A writer has confirmed that there's more Dragon Age on the way. Yeah. Yeah. You you excited? You excited for more Dragon Age? Yeah, I am. In a very long time, but yeah. By you. I want it. I want it bad. I'm playing through uh, Dragon Age Inquisition again on crushing, or not crushing. That's not the right difficulty. Nightmare. 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 That's that's the difficulty for the Dragon Age games. That's the hardest one. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's I like I like it even more when I pumped up the difficulty. I I don't know what about it. It's just more tactical for me, and I like that kind of game. Yeah. And it's a lot of preparation, like, you know how, like, what kind of elements a dragon uses? So you go craft armor specifically to do fights against dragons that do that kind of elemental damage. Yeah. Very satisfying combat Mm -hmm. in Inquisition. Especially, like, after you win a very tough fight that you just grind it out and you played it strategically and all that stuff. Like, that stuff's great. Mm -hmm. And I... I'm game for more Dragon Age. I just feel it'll be a very long time until we see a new Dragon Age game. Mm-hmm. I I just I'm just glad that Bioware is doing something that isn't like isn't their new IP. I I I'm glad that there's something familiar in the pipeline at least. Yeah. Because right now EA t- is producing Star Wars stuff and their sports games, which I don't really give a shit about their sports games, and they're doing uh. What, Need for Speed, maybe? Yeah, there's a new Need for Speed coming. But, like, if you take away uh, Dragon Age... If you take away Dragon Age and Mass Effect, like, the... 
there isn't anything else that I really mm-hmm. you know, like. I don't know. EA just yeah. doesn't do it for me in, other than those two franchises. And it seems like one of them is going to take a hiatus and they're going to work on this one for next four years or something like that. Yeah. I mean, Bioware is kind of the breath of fresh air that EA has. They always have interesting and new and fresh stuff. Um, I mean, I, I like Star Wars, but I do think EA, they're putting a little bit of, a lot of eggs in one basket there. Mm-hmm probably pay off for him in terms of money making uh but in terms of having a you know a, a wide variety and a uh, of a portfolio to bring people in you know i don't know on that what if they ruin star wars again <laughs> who knows with, with they the, very well could what episode eight and nine still coming up yeah hmm. i don't know i i don't think that'll happen but but if it does, that's like that's real shitty for EA, who put like so much effort behind yeah. the franchise. But yeah, hey, maybe it's the outlet. Maybe it's the outlet. If Star Wars goes bust in the theaters, yeah, I don't know. I just wish EA wasn't the only publisher making Star Wars games. Mm-hmm. I feel there's a lot of teams out there that can make great Star Wars games that aren't EA. And I wonder if Disney looks at that and goes, well, with Marvel, we're going all over the place. Maybe eventually we do that with Star Wars when our deal with EA is up. Who knows? I don't know. You don't know. None of us know. Nope. And without Destiny 1's Grimoire, we wouldn't have known anything about that story. But it appears that we're not going to have a Grimoire for Destiny 2. No. Mm. How no Grimoire website. They they said they want to put uh, more of their storytelling into the game, whether it's environmental or actual cutscenes or something. Oh, so they want to put the story of the game in the game. Yes, they they want to do that this time. <laughs> what a novel idea. Yeah, they 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 said uh, Mark Noseworthy who's working on the game, said there is no grimoire on the website in Destiny 2, but in no way is it our intent to get rid of the deep lore in the game. We just want to put it in the game. We want to tell the story of the places. We want to to flesh out the story of the world. A lot of stuff that was in the grimoire before, we want just regular people to just play an encounter in the game. For instance, after playing hours in the European Dead Zone, they can clearly tell you what happened there. Oh, because I, I, I don't know what happened in the Cosmodrome. I, I don't. No. I can tell you straight up. I don't know what happened there. I don't know what happened on the moon. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what happened on Mars. Uh, there's just these alien, these alien motherfuckers there, but I don't know why or how they're there. Right. And, I mean, environmental storytelling is fantastic, but I feel you can also get some environmental storytelling from Destiny 1 as well, just running around the environment stuff. Uh, that's great, but I don't understand why they don't have a codex-like thing from Mass Effect mm-hmm. in the game. Like, why can't you just take – still keep the, a grimoire-style thing and just put it in the game? There's – probably a chunk of people that would really dive into that shit because 
I never dove into that because I had to do it on a website. I just mm-hmm. didn't feel like taking the time to do that. But what I hear people say about Destiny lore and stuff, I'm like, wow, this is fascinating. I wish I could just pop this up in the game when we're in the tower or whatever and just look at shit. It's like they think it's like they think they should be proud that they're making this game in a vacuum that they aren't paying attention to anything else but no pay attention to other fucking games that do mm-hmm. things well and put a damn codex in your fucking game. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I mean it's good but we'll see how it turns out. I feel that's how I feel about a lot of things with Destiny 2. It's like that's cool but let's see how it turns out type of thing. Uh because they, they feed you a lot of bullshit, but they don't – some things they don't follow up. And, w- for example, one of the things they're celebrating that you can do in Destiny 2 now is you can look at a fucking map. Yeah, right Like, holy shit. Like, the feature that could have reasonably been patched into the original Destiny. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not – I don't make games or anything. I would I just put that disclaimer out there, but how fucking hard is a map? Yeah, I, I, it can't be too hard because, I mean, to me, they kind of had a map. Like, when you would choose, I want to go to the Cosmodrome, a map would pop up with all the missions all over the place. Why can't you just take that exact map and just And then put, put a little a pin, you are here. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe, exactly. even, maybe even for your fire team members, if they're scattered around, like, but they're, it's. Yeah. Maybe instead of wasting four of my directional buttons on the controller, you can just map one of them to a uh, to one of those buttons that would be a map button. And then maybe you can also have uh, you know the other buttons on that controller be for more useful things. Like you know maybe you can put some backup weapons in or something instead of having to. Like, oh, I don't want to use this heavy weapon anymore. Let me just hit right on the D-pad or something. Now I'm cycling in other weapons or whatever. There's no reason why they need four buttons for emotes and stuff. Yeah, like, why do you need why... emotes in the environment? Why? Like, yeah, I'm sure it can but... make for fun screenshots or stuff like that, but there's other ways to do that, too. Like, if, yeah, you're, but... if you have enough time to stop into an emote, you can go into a menu and do that. Right. And, like, I don't get why they don't do the Overwatch thing with emotes of, like, you just hold in one button and then it brings up a variety of things. It's all tied there and then you just spin the stick, boom. There you go. They don't need four buttons for that. (laughs) Obviously, they don't even pay attention within Activision Blizzard because they still call it Battle.net. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) which is funny. Uh, I, I did watch... Uh, a decent amount of the Destiny 2 stuff uh, after the fact. I watched uh, the countdown game mode, which seemed pretty cool. Uh, and I watched the strike, which seemed really cool. And, and I will say this. It's fucking Destiny. It's nothing... It, it, like, I was kind of... I, I, had, I was just torn in opposite directions watching it because I, I went damn like they really didn't change a lot like you pull up the menu the the menu to get to your weapons and and your armor and all that stuff and it is exactly the fucking same exactly the same but then i was watching you know some of the gameplay and some of those intense moments and just jumping around the environment like the strike was very long compared to most and there was actual like platforming sections and 
in some interesting stuff going on in i was like that's cool and and that's what i like about destiny is those type of really intense moments the last boss fight was fucking awesome uh and had some different things going on with it seemed super intense but but at the same time i was like this is destiny so Mm -hmm. it's it just seems more someone put it that it's an iteration not an evolution and it's probably not as big of a reworking as a lot of us were thinking it might be. Maybe there's some deeper things in there or maybe even some just smaller things that they made to their engine or something that we won't notice that makes a huge difference. It seemed like um, – so the video started off with them in orbit. So you still can go to orbit. The ships look fucking rad that they were in, I will say. Um, but it seemed like the loading times were a little bit shorter, which is good. And I would hope that they would be shorter this time around. Yeah. Like, it's Destiny. If you like, you know, intense firefights and all that stuff with your buddies in Destiny, then Destiny 2 seems like it'll be up your alley watching that gameplay. Some of those new supers in abilities, though, like the, the actual, like, new abilities that the characters have just seem really, really cool kind of excited for it for to play around with some of those things so Mm. yeah you know i might pick this game up out of guilt because of a friend of ours that we just don't play video games with anymore because we don't play destiny anymore yeah Uh, i just i just i feel bad because that was a game we played and then we Mm. stopped playing it and then we stopped playing games together yeah pretty much uh maybe that maybe that'll that'll bring us all back together I and of course I can't criticize a game if I don't play it so got it got it got to get that in right there if I want to take my cuts I better uh I better play the game right yeah uh can't have a hot take without playing um it seems like this this fall is going to be pretty clear for destiny and uh this next piece of news will help that along red dead redemption 2 is not coming out this year. Are you surprised? Uh, no. <laughs> I, I I did think that it would come out this year because uh, they. It's been so long since Rockstar put out a game since GTA Five and what 2013 is when that originally launched, and especially this team. It's been seven years since Red Dead Redemption One, and I I just felt like they were just quiet on this game pounding away on it that they would probably hit this fall that they were hoping but but at the same time i'm not shocked i mean gta 5 was delayed a lot Hmm. so i wouldn't be surprised if spring 2018 isn't its final launch i i say it's gonna go a whole year to like fall of 2018 yeah because i you too. As much as we've said that spring is a great time to release a good game, I feel like a game of, with the gravity of Red Dead Redemption 2 deserves a fall release because that's that is still the optimal time to put a put a game out when people are still are doing their early holiday shopping. Mm-hmm. It's just a, it's just that that time is associated with like the big ones. Yeah. And Rockstar, they're they're perfectionists. They're gonna take as long as they need to. And with GTA five selling like it is still, there's literally no reason for them to 
want to just rush this out to get it out. I mean, they this game will probably be pretty damn perfect by the time it comes out. They did put out some screenshots, though, oh boy, those when they cowboys. announced it. And yeah, there's cowboys and goddamn, if this stuff's in game, holy shit! Those horses. Game mm. is beautiful. Lighting I would is love just, to see this mm. game in 4K. I wonder. Rockstar does their own engines, right? I'm I think pretty so. sure they do, because I don't. Yeah. I don't. I haven't seen anything that looks this good. Yeah. Man. I mean, you look at GTA Five when that first launched on PS3 and 360. I mean, that game was unbelievable how good it looked on those consoles. Uh, you know, that late into their life cycle and, and how well it ran too, and just to scale everything. I mean, it still blows my mind when I think about how good that game looked when it launched on those consoles, and then they put it out on PS4 and Xbox One. It looks even better. It's still probably one of the best-looking games you could play. So I imagine this will look even better than that, you know? It's crazy. I know, man. Uh, how... I think my favorite picture from this slideshow they gave us out here is the one with the train and all the smoke and how the light is just filtering through it. Yeah. That, that's just... I love Wild. that shot, man. Yeah. To to me, it's either that shot or... Um, the one the, in the... Oh. the... The one in the woods is really good. Uh, with someone just riding through the woods, uh, the lighting in that is great, but it's kind of similar to the train shot. But the the one with the guy on the on the horse in the town, mm-hmm. the town looking place, like that just looks awesome. Those character models look great. Man. Like the wrinkle in his fabric, in the fabric, and the the hair on the horses, like damn, it's cool. I'm excited for this game, man. I. I I truly am like really, really looking forward to it, but I, I can, I can wait because I know when when it comes out, it'll you'll the gaming a, industry will will halt. You'll you'll have a year to play your Destiny too. <laughs> yeah, I, and you know, publishers that were putting out games this fall probably fucking breathed a sigh of relief and went, "Good, that's awesome. We don't have to worry about it." But they shouldn't. You don't know when this game's going to come out. And whenever it comes out, th- that's it. It's game over. It doesn't matter whether it's launching in the spring or holiday or next year. Like, this fucking game is going to sell like crazy. It's going to suck up people's time. It, it just doesn't matter when it comes out. I like, mean, this, this is a game you just should always try to just stay away from. You know? Oh, man. They could be like real assholes. And just, like, release it next year at E3. It would really <laughs> piss off the games in journalism industry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I wonder if they ever think about that when they're like, eh, let's not release this big game close to when, you know, there are other events happening. I mean... Yeah. Man, but... Do you... Do you I know we're going to get the E3 prediction soon, but do you think this game will be at E3? Man, Traditionally, I, Rockstar I is not. I don't, GTA no, does not. I don't need think so. Game. I don't. I feel like they'll just like it'll be one day. They won't even announce it. They'll just like put up a video or something, and then everyone's gonna go fucking hog wild on it. Yeah, it like they don't need to be at all. Rockstar is bigger than that. This game's bigger than E3. But you know, what if Sony was sitting in a, in some conferences? with rockstar was like you know 
we're doing marketing on this stuff. Nobody's really seen the game yet. How would you like to close out our E3 conference with a nice meaty demo? And maybe mm. Rockstar goes, okay, cool. I don't know. There'd be a lot of people watching. People go fucking insane. People go insane for Sony and say Sony won and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Yeah, that... if, if that's, it would obviously happen on, on Sony's conference, but how awesome would that be if Sony closed the conference out with you know, not a not first party game or anything, just fucking Red Dead Redemption Two. They don't even need to say anything. It start it starts with just a black screen and with like maybe some film grain and they start playing a Johnny Cash song. <laughs> yeah. That'd be awesome. I don't know. I doubt it'll happen, but damn. I can But j- just remember how like they revealed that this this was their next project. Like it came out with like this picture of a sunset. And then a picture with some silhouettes and stuff like that. Like yeah. they didn't even they didn't announce when they were going to like when they were going to reveal that game was happening. But they just they just put some random Im- images on the internet and it just happened. Yeah, like that's just how Rockstar say. rolls. Yep. Man. Yeah. We'll see this sometime next year. I I think I'm not sure if spring's the right time. But we'll see it when we see it. Rockstar can do what it wants. Oh, man. Uh, let's get into uh, th- not necessarily video games, but uh, Uncharted-related. They're casting Tom Holland as a young Nathan Drake. I just want to go quickly over this. How do you feel about Mr. Tom Holland? Um, I, I think that could be a, a good choice. Have you seen Captain America Civil War? Yes, I have. And he did, did, you... a, good, he did a good Spider-Man. Yeah, absolutely. I think I think he's a fantastic Spider-Man. I'm excited to see uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Mm-hmm. You know, in like a even month though that or so. poster was garbage, they released. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'm staying away from trailers for that anymore. I saw the first trailer and went cool. Uh, didn't show too much, but then the second trailer they released, I was like, fuck! They showed off like the whole goddamn movie, and I know they just recently put out a new one. I'm like, nah, I'm I'm gonna skip out on this. But I think he's a good actor, and I think. It could play well into the young Nathan Drake. I don't know how you base a whole movie around that, mm. but that's a thing. Could be a thing. Maybe, I think as a young Nathan busts, Drake, uh, he busts Victor Sullivan out of jail. Who knows? It's a jailbreak movie. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it could be cool. And if it explored some of his earlier childhood and, you know, some early stuff with Solly or something, then maybe. Maybe even his brother. I don't know. Uh, see, it wouldn't make sense story-wise with his brother if it's with Sully as well, because yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. I don't. Hmm. I'm just trying to think because he went so long. Like I'm trying to think. Cannot like in his uh, like Naughty Dog didn't decide he had a had a brother until Uncharted Four. Like, mm. and in Uncharted Three, when we saw like the kind of young the age kind of group where they're trying to place this movie I think like they had no mention of his brother and he was with Sullivan but his brother wasn't in the picture at all so how does he get in the picture there like it's it's all it's all a mess like <laughs> Naughty Dog was like we're gonna end the Uncharted we're just gonna close the book on Uncharted here and it's gonna be all good and then they're like no let's make a movie and like well shit we didn't plan for that so uh, figure it out yeah well I mean this movie's been in they've been trying to make this movie since like 2009 or 10 yeah but 
I, I just don't think they should. I, I think they should just leave no. Uncharted alone. They don't need to make a movie about it. Yeah, I, I agree, because I just feel... I, I don't think this movie will ever happen, though. Like, I think it could but. it could be a good movie, but no matter what happens, Tom Holland's going to get the shit berated by, out of him by a bunch of angry nerds who don't think he's doing Drake right. But, yeah. Yeah, uh, and if they don't do an older Drake, then people will get pissed about that. Like, oh, well, where's the Drake we all really know? You know? It's just not a win-win situation for Sony, and... I don't think they should do it. I don't think they should do the Last of Us movie either. Mm-hmm. I think you should just let Naughty Dog's properties let alone. Let games be games. <laughs> yeah. In, you know, games don't translate well to movies. We've seen that a lot. Mm. Yes, so let's we just have. Leave it be. I don't know. Uh, well, we'll just leave it. We'll leave that there. Yeah. And... Oh my goodness! Yeah, this—I didn't see this thing that you put in here. I—you you mentioned it, but I didn't actually read this news before. Just now, Square Enix urgently recruiting for Final Fantasy VII remake. Yeah, they um, basically put up a recruitment letter from uh, Tetsuya Nomura, uh, Yoshinori uh, Kitase. Um some big wigs over at Square Enix that are working on this game. And they said, which I just find very interesting, as those of you concerned with the industry may already know, the number of domestic staff is significantly lower compared to that of foreign high-definition developers. Therefore, in order to further strengthen the development of this title, we urgently, we must urgently recruit as much staff as possible. Hmm. He said that the team is striving to surpass the original's work in terms of quality by increasing the number of staff to strengthen the core company development, noting that they are now moving into development progress phase on the game. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, so Final Fantasy VII Remake. I, you know, there was a time where I wanted this, but now that I hear more about it, I'm like, Maybe I was maybe I was dumb. Maybe I was maybe I was just a dumb ignorant kid who yeah. had who had hopes and dreams. <clears throat> well we, This is a no win scenario for Square Enix. This is I another mean, ten, fifteen year project. Yeah, probably. I mean look who you have running it. Hmm. Guy Tetsuya Namira does not put out video games anymore. He just has not shipped a game in a long time, I feel. Uh, a, a game of size. Um, I mean, the guy's working on Kingdom Hearts 3, which who the fuck knows when that'll ever come out, if it's a thing. Uh, there are some rumors that with Kingdom Hearts, they, that Disney's given Square Enix a drop-dead date of you got to get out in 2018 with 3. I don't know if that, that hasn't been confirmed or anything. It's just rumors. Um, but still... You know, who the fuck knows when how, that'll how happen. Long, how long does their Disney license run? Yeah, I, I don't know. And that, there's a lot of weird stuff about that. That why well, I don't know if that's really true. And uh, I mean, the guy was leading Final Fantasy 15. Yeah, not much to be said about that. And I just, yeah, it's going to be a long time for this game. I don't know. And I, I don't know if just bringing in a bunch of fucking people to try to just speed shit up i get that but you know 
just throwing people at it. I don't know if that really makes sense because then you got to bring them in. You got to train them. You got to get them up to speed on stuff and make sure they're all going in the right direction instead of just throwing shit on the wall and see if it sticks. Huh? Make sure know, they at don't... least that's what that message sounds like to me. Make sure they don't have Final Fantasy disease. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just a no-win scenario for Square Enix. I, I just I know people wanted it forever, but... I'll just be surprised if it comes out and people go, this is great. And nobody's bitching about it, really. It's just, it's going to be a shitstorm of like, well, they changed this too much. They didn't do that, right? The combat's not turn-based. It's blah, 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 blah. It's just going to be a no-win scenario for them, no matter how hard they try. It'll be great if it comes out and it's good, but I don't know. Because the little bit of gameplay we saw, like PSX, like two years ago or whatever... I mean, they looked very Final Fantasy fifteen-ish in terms of combat. Yes, it did. I could be okay with that. Yeah, Final Fantasy fifteen's combat was was fine. It worked. It worked for that mm-hmm. kind of game, where you're exploring yeah. that open world. Yeah. Um, I yeah, I can't even guess what year this is coming out. I don't know. It's definitely. Late 2020s, I think. Well, I mean, they are doing the whole episodic thing with this game. Yeah, so we might see an episode in, like, 2022. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? Might see Kingdom Hearts, like, I don't know, 2035. God. I can't... Man. Square Enix. I, I mean, I like their games when they come out. It's just... They just don't. They don't. Yeah. There's another thing with this that just makes me wonder like, Kingdom Hearts 3 is in development. Is that sucking too many resources away from Final Fantasy 7 Remake and they just kind of want to have them going both at a decent pace at the same time? Or is this a bigger priority for Square Enix than Kingdom Hearts 3? You know? Because shouldn't you say. Yeah, we're trying to finish up Kingdom Hearts 3 here. Let's gear up and get a bunch of people in, bring them up, and then maybe transition them over to Final Fantasy 7. I don't know. So I don't know the whole business thing. And also, isn't there – there's another studio working on this project too. I'm forgetting the name of them, but anyways. But what, another theory that I have, and remind, just this is just a theory, is that ever since they started doing MMOs and supporting MMOs, like since Final Fantasy 11 and 14 – Having support staff for that, that has to drain resources too, even though Final Fantasy fourteen is very successful right now. It wasn't always so. Uh, yeah. But even even as a, as a successful game, it still takes resources to maintain that and create new content, dropping new uh, expansions on top of the game. It's, it's a whole thing. Like, the, the whole sustainment of a game, it, it's, it drains a little bit, you know? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Mm. You looking something up? Yeah, I am, but I don't... If this is a big wall. CyberConnect? Yes, that, that sounds right, yes. Yes, yeah. They're apparently helping on this game, too. Mm. All right. Yeah. Okay. Whew, 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 whew. All right. I think I feel like I've been bitching a lot <laughs> this episode. Oh man. 
Let's 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 do something that that makes me smile a little bit. Um, let's talk about PlayStation Network. <laughs> Seventy million monthly active users, MAUs as they call them, and about a third of them pay for PlayStation Plus. Ooh, solid. Yeah, I actually would have thought that number would have been a little bit higher. To be honest with you, but well, but still, that's a lot, a lot of, a lot of dollars. Lots of dollars. Um, I like, I, I'm just, man, it always astounds me when I see, like, games aren't nearly as big as I thought they were. At least the PlayStation, PlayStation isn't as big as I thought it was. Like, I, I keep thinking about, oh, everyone plays games. Everyone plays games online. And then I realize, oh, shit, yeah, that's like, that's not even half of the people in America. Yeah, but seventy million is still a lot. Yeah, it's it's sure. st- it's a lot of people. I just I feel like sometimes when you're in it, you think it's the biggest thing in the world, and it it, it just turns out it isn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, but, they're looking to expand on that stuff. They're looking to expand the appeal of PlayStation VR. Yes. Who knows what that means? Uh, bring improvements to PlayStation View, which is their TV stuff, and develop a new audience by creating a new mobile content opportunity in the Japan-slash-Asia Asia region. Huh. So that number could be going up eventually. So I'm thinking uh, more app, more applications of PSVR other than games. Yes. Um, bringing, bigger, bringing more networks to PlayStation View or... I don't know, bringing networks to uh, more regions. Yeah. And mobile games, yay. Um. <laughs> yeah, and maybe the whole appeal of PlayStation VR is maybe something tied to PlayStation Plus. Like one PSVR game a month yeah, with, yeah. with Plus could be very cool. That could definitely expand the appeal of it. I don't know if those games are great, but still. Something. Still waiting on Farpoint to come up on uh, Amazon, the bundle, so I can get that aim controller. Yeah. Man. I want to play that so bad, but I don't want to play it without the aim controller, because I played it with the aim controller, and that's mm-hmm. just how I want to play it. Yeah. Uh, Makes sense. Oh, dear. What the hell happened? Like, you know sometimes when you load a website and it just doesn't look right? <laughs> yeah just gets all broken and shit yeah that just happened um but regardless we got we got lawbreakers you know about lawbreakers it's a first person shooter from cliffy b and it's coming to playstation 4 yes cliff blazinski known for gears of war went out and made this Lawbreakers game. It was going to come to PC only, but now it's coming to PlayStation 4. It'll cost 30 bucks. It's not a season pass. The DLC is going to be free. And they promised... I, it's not in this story, but they promised there isn't going to be any sort of pay-to-win. It's going to be yeah. mostly cosmetics. Similar to Overwatch. Yeah, it's a hero shooter. Very competitive game and stuff. I mean, it, it looks cool. Did you see the trailer? The trailer was... I fucking love the trailer for this. I, I did not see the trailer. Oh, man. You, you, you've you got to watch that trailer. 
Oh man. Yeah. Um, I like the style of what I've seen with this yeah. game. Seems like it has some pretty cool looking shit in it. The characters look neat and stuff, and Clevy B makes good games. Yeah, I, I love I, listening to that guy talk though. Yeah, he's he's just fucking fascinating to listen to. But anyways, yeah. I mean, I I like how he's he decided that he would just you know go out and do a different thing. Yeah, like he doesn't have to be Gears of War. He can go out and have his own company do other things. Yep. I, li- I like it when creative minds make something that becomes a franchise and they're like, they don't just sit on their hands. They actually go out and try to make more stuff. Right. And I think we're I... seeing that more now often, more often now with uh, Cliff Blazinski and uh, David Jaffe recently. Um, they're going out and doing new things. Yeah. Which is cool. I mean, because those guys are super creative and they need to keep being creative, I think. Um, I think with Lawbreakers, though, I wonder if they looked at Overwatch and went, wow, this is a really big success on console, and I think we could... There's a lot of money there for us to be, make, you know, and that's why they decided to go with, with PlayStation 4. Originally, Cliff Blazinski said, no, this game's only on PC. It just mm-hmm. wouldn't make sense on a console, but I guess they figured out a way to get it to work. Yes, um, he also said in another interview that it's not going to be cross-play with PC, which makes sense for a first-person shooter. Yeah. It would just it would really just be dumb to try to make people playing on the DualShock 4s compete with mouse and keyboard. It just wouldn't work. Yeah. Oh, man. But excited for this one. I'm going to keep an eye on Lawbreakers. I, mm-hmm. I've seen it so many times at a... At, gaming conventions but i've never gotten my hands on it and everyone that has gotten their hands on it has told me yo this is a game you might like if you like overwatch so yeah i'm gonna check it out oh man Mm. clearing my throat clearing my throat you ready to hear about a bunch of angry people on the internet this fall (laughs) why not well, you're you're gonna get that. You're gonna get that because uh, Far Cry Five. <laughs> they're going for it. They're going for it. Set in Montana, Far Cry Five's villains look to be like white people for one, for a change. <laughs> yeah, you know, we we spent so many years killing brown people, killing Asians, killing black people. It, you know, it's about time. <laughs> we flipped the tables a little bit. I. I just think this is this is actual equality here. Why not? I love the artwork mm-hmm. for this game. Far Cry 3 and 4 had really interesting villains. I feel like this one's kind of going to continue that. Just real, I, I like, like the artwork. I mean, it has a, a what seems like a lot of crazy redneck-looking dudes with American flag. There's a wolf there. Some guy has sinner burned into his back. Yeah, if you look closely at the flag, it looks like these are a bunch of neo Nazis. Maybe look at the look at the, how the stars are stylized. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't notice that. Man, it's just it's just on. really interesting how they're going to handle an American setting when we have like systems like the National Guard, we have our U.S. military. How they're going to incorporate those, or if they are at all. It's just, 
I think this is this game has a lot of uh, a lot of opportunity. Yeah, I, I'm actually really excited for this game. The more I think about what it could be, and also what Far Cry is, I don't know. I think I'll be ready by the time it comes out, just ready for for something like this. Because I love Far Cry's gameplay. The gameplay is just exceptional, super creative. You can get a lot of times, and that stuff's cool to me. Definitely not a western. <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely not. We're supposed to get a uh, full trailer tomorrow morning. Yes, the morning that this, it'll, you know, the trailer will probably release alongside this podcast which is going to be awkward because yeah. you know we didn't have a chance to watch the trailer <laughs> but right. we are going to be watching the trailer and we'll probably tweet out some impressions about it mm-hmm. oh man I am I'm excited for Far Cry 5 Primal didn't do it for me but uh it's been a while since I had some guns in my hand in the wilderness yeah I think because of Primal in kind of the distance from Far Cry 4, I can be ready for it. I mean, if this presumably if this game comes out this fall, it's been three years since 4. Yes. So, oh, is man. a thunderstorm going on right now? I'm a little scared. You're a little bit scared there? Don't, don't, yeah. don't be scared, man. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. You're it's... in the basement. That's, yeah, that's not it's... that's not where you get struck by lightning, dude. But the, the, but the thunder is real loud. And, Thunderbolts you know, and lightning... Really, really frightening. Yeah, I love thunderstorms. So do I. Um, it was actually thunderstorming this weekend, and I just like stayed in bed until like two in the afternoon. <laughs> Makes sense. I just sat yeah. there playing on my Vita all all afternoon. Yeah. You know, just had one of those days. I could I could do with one of those days. Yeah. All time. Probably one of those days when you never want to wake up. I'm not going. I'm not going to continue this. <laughs> um, but what I will do is tell you about games that you can get on sale. Yes, there is the extended play sale on the PlayStation Store. With the games up to seventy percent off for PlayStation Plus members, this these offers end on May thirtieth. And we're going to dive into here. There are a lot of games on this list, so I think we're just going to do as we normally do and just pick out some of the highlights, some of the some of our personal picks. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're just going to we're going to do that. Um, yeah. So Battlefield Four, I've been itching for. I know we have Battlefield One, but I just miss Battlefield Four. I miss it. Yeah. Battlefield 4 is definitely... I mean, I like Battlefield 1, but it is a superior game to me, multiplayer-wise. Mm-hmm. And if you want to get it, the Battlefield 4 Premium Edition, which I believe just includes Battlefield 4 Premium, which is, I believe, all the maps and stuff. Yeah. You can get the entire package for $18 if you're a Plus member. Which is a massive steal. Because there are a shitload of maps to that game now with all the DLCs. In comparison, Battlefield 1's Ultimate Edition, which I believe is the, basically the same package, is $78. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can get Bioshock the Collection for $30, which is a great com- combination of three games. All the DLC, that's a good 
good steal there. Bloodborne Complete Edition for $18. That's pretty cool. Borderlands The Handsome Collection for $20. All three of those games are fan-fucking-tastic. Mm, if you want to punish yourself, you can get Dark Souls 2 for 12 bucks and Dark Souls 3 for $46. Yeah. Uh, if you really want to punish yourself, you can get the Game of Thrones Season Pass for $8. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, I will say out of this bundle, I put, I picked up Hitman. Hitman is on sale for $30. Which is oh, yeah, shit. I need, to, I need to pick that up. Um, so. If you want to contribute to Grand Theft Auto V remaining on NPD, you can buy it with a, much, a bunch of uh, bundles with their shark cash cards, which is just money for GTA Online. Yeah. Ranging from uh, 38 to $54. Yeah. If you're excited for Middle Earth Shadow of War, you can get Shadow of Mordor Game of the Year Edition with all its DLC for $10. That's a pretty good steal there. That's a great game. But if you. I never, never played DLC for that game. No. If you want to just dance, however, <laughs> you can get Just Dance 2017 Gold Edition for $36. Yeah. Uh, the newly launched Overwatch Game of the Year bundle for $39. So it's Overwatch. Uh, with 10 loot box crates right off the bat, and then some other bonus skins and stuff, I think. So, there you go. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Rise of the Tomb Raider, 20-year celebration for $30. That's That's a fucking awesome game. Yeah, that's a great price for that game. The other game I ended up picking up here is The Walking Dead A New Frontier. Which is actually wrapping up. I think the last episode comes out this coming Tuesday, right after Memorial Day. It's on sale for fifteen dollars, so not not too shabby there. Uh, honestly, I probably wouldn't be playing this if I didn't play the first two seasons of The Walking Dead and really liked them. Hmm. But yeah, um, if you haven't played the Tomb Raider, Raider reboot, the the original reboot here, Tomb Raider Definitive Edition is seven fifty. You need to play that if you haven't already. Yeah. I guess there's no Vita games on sale. That's a load of shit. Yeah, no Vita games. Just PS4 and PS3. And some a lot movies. Of movies. Yeah, a lot of movies. Holy shit. I didn't realize they just they sold a shit ton of movies on their... It's, I never really paid attention, but yeah, they, they just yeah. sell a shit ton of movies. There is a lot of movies on uh, PSN. A lot of them you can rent if you wanted to for just a couple bucks. We're hearing some of that thunderstorm come through. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's pretty loud. Let the thunder roll. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah, a lot of good deals out there. If you want to check out more, you can check that on the PlayStation Store. They have a little section there for the extended play sale. Oh, man. And then this week is just a disappointing list of new games. We don't have descriptions there are new games that are out this week, however. And I guess we can run down the list, but there's nothing really to tell you about them. No. Mm. So. There's nothing really big this week either. No, there isn't. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm looking through this list. There's nothing really huge. Like, there's some games that I know about, but yeah. nothing. I mean, you got two arcade archives games. Uh, Friday the 13th, the game, is out on PS4. Uh I don't know how 
that game started out. Mm, I'm hearing some not there. so like the only good things I'm hearing about it are from Adam Sessler's friends, and even yeah. they're having some gripes about it. Yeah, and even it, some sh- it sounds like it's fun to be Jason, but not escaping from Jason, which makes sense. <laughs> I just feel like this game was, like, thought up of in the era where they didn't realize that Evolve was going to fail. Yeah. Yes. It definitely was, because, I mean, it's been in development for a number of years, so... Yeah. Guilty Gear Exert Rev 2 on PS4, digital and retail. That's uh, the next iteration in that game's uh, fighting franchise. Hmm. Rhyme. people like that stuff. Rhyme. The, yes. uh, the Rhyme. Zelda-like game... That was going to be published by Sony, but then they pulled out. It's actually coming yep. out finally. Yep. Yeah. You uh, got a Star Ocean game, an old school Star Ocean game. Uh, Star Ocean Till the End of Time, which is a PS2 game coming to PS4. So I haven't played any PS2 games that have come to PS4. Have you tried any of them? No. I've come close to buying Bully about three different times because <laughs> I really liked that game back in the day. I just haven't done it yet. Mm. But I know that they, they update in the 1080p and then add trophies. That's about it. Yeah, but not, nothing really to really making my loins fiery on this list. No. I, this might be a week where I just don't buy a game, which is good. It's good. Yeah. Because I need that money for when I go to Atlanta for Momocon. But mm. instead, you could buy the new Linkin Park album, One More Light, or the new Snoop Dogg album, Never Left. So if you had if you had a gun to your head, and hopefully you never do, which one would you buy? <sighs> Probably Linkin Park. Really? But... I'm not. I don't really like Lincoln Park's new stuff, so maybe even Snoop Dogg. Fuck it. I, see, I'd go for Snoop Dogg because it would be ironic. Like, yeah. you don't think of me as a guy who listens to Snoop Dogg, but sometimes yeah. I listen to Snoop Dogg. Yeah, and I mean Lincoln Park. I don't know. They're very, uh, they're very up and down anymore. Mm. Can get John Wick. Chapter 2, with its bonus features. Or you could get the two-film collection of John Wick. Yeah. I need to watch these John Wick movies, because I keep hearing great things about them, but I've never watched a John Wick. I know, me too. I need to watch them too. Mm. Maybe we should hold off on that and watch them together. Maybe. Maybe. Mm. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. Man, but that, I think that's all the all the stuff we have for this week. I don't I I don't really have anything else planned. Nope, me either. Man, I think next week we're gonna have our E3 predictions, so you have a whole week to analyze and pick pick them apart before E3 happens. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, that that should be exciting. That should be a fun episode to record. It always is. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm very excited for E3. Always am. It, it, this is always kind of a, an exciting but very painful time of the year because I always like think like, man, E3 is honestly really close, but it's not. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I still have three weeks of work left before I can get to that and, and get to hang out with with my buddies. and. We're, we're going to do some good hanging out. Yeah. Be great. I got this new Mountain Dew, and I don't know if it go if it's gonna mix with anything. It's called Dew SA. Oh yeah, that's the mix of the Voltage Whiteout and uh, Code Red. Yeah, it's really good. Hmm. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have a bunch of that shit. I had Free. some of that Mountain Dew Black Label, man. It's great. Oh man. Yeah. I've, I've found a new world. Yeah, it's it that I love the Black Labels. Uh, the green label and the white label is good. Not as good as the black label, though. Oh man, I'm I'm I have in my Amazon cart a case of the black of the Mountain Dew oh. black label, and I'm like, I didn't know they made cases of it. I might have to check that out. Mm, mm, I want it. I want it so bad. Yeah, I think there's like a twelve pack. Man. Right on. The Mountain Dew black label stuff just reminds me of packs, because we all stopped at at a. Turkey Hill before PAX. Mm. Most of us got Mountain Dew Black Labels, and then we went drove to Boston. You know, about uh, 80% of the United States doesn't know what a Turkey Hill is. No. <laughs> it's just a convenience <laughs> gas station store. <laughs> I, I always forget that. Like, I drive by and see Turkey Hills all the time. They seem like they're fucking everywhere for me, and then I'll just go down to, like, Maryland. I'm like, oh, yeah. No more Turkey Hills. Mm-hmm. Royal Farms instead. See, down here in the south, we don't, I don't, I haven't seen anything that really resembles that that I actually go to. Mm. Like, they're, it's just weird. It's weird down here, man. Our conven, our uh, grocery stores are like Publix. Do you know what a Publix is? Mm-mm. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's a thing down here. What is it? It's like, it's just like grocery store. You know how you have uh, your family owned. Oh. Stores up there. We have, like, this chain down here called Publix. Okay. Wow. They sell good rotisserie chickens. Mm. I like me a good rotisserie chicken. Yeah. Uh, My local grocery store that I'm literally, like, right down the road from, Musser's, they made, they, I went in there the other day, I had to get some shit, and then also I was, like, grabbing lunch or dinner or something, I don't know. And they have, like, a hot fruit bar or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. Dude, they had so many different flavors of wings there. I got really excited. Just got a shitload of wings. I had so many wings for Mm. two days. It's always awkward when I go back and I go to those stores and I recognize people, but I don't think think they recognize me. I hope they don't recognize me because I don't remember a thing about them. Yes. (laughs) That's what I don't like about going there is seeing people that I know. It's like, nah, I don't, I don't want to see you and we don't need to act like we were friends and that we talk because we didn't talk. It's like, I recognize your face, but please don't talk to me like we're actually friends. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Because there are some people that I, you know, they were not good to me. (laughs) Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't need to be good to them. Yep. Exactly. Oh man, we're really bitching today. <laughs> yeah, lots yeah. of bitching, bitching and cussing and quack quack, quack quack. I think that's all we're gonna do today. We're gonna close out the show. As always, you can send us questions 
at PlayStationReportPodcast at gmail.com or tweet us at PSReportPodcast. You can find me on Twitter at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler on Twitter at PluggedOnVids. That is the YouTube channel. If you are watching right now, you can hit like, comment, and subscribe. If you're listening, you can rate us on the podcast app of your choice, preferably iTunes, because that's what everyone looks at. And man, yeah. this has been episode 63. We're 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 up there. We're close to that 69 number. I'm going to get really excited for that 69 number. Yeah, it'll be fun. Mm. Faux show. Faux show. Um, but yeah, that's all we have for you this week. We'll catch you next week with our E3 predictions. And until then, be good to each other. Have fun, play your video games. And if you don't know it, learn it. Go learn it. Yeah. <laughs>